Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Pipe Bomb Show. I'm heading back home. I've been driving already for about an hour 20. Still got 20 minutes left. I thought, you know what? The the whole time I'm just in the car right now, just singing songs and shit. And I was like, you know what? Let me think about wrestling. Let me think about wrestling right now. Let me let me just come up with a little little car episode right now, a little car rant. And I was thinking, what can I talk about? And you know what I thought about when I had my WrestleMania, the last episode, just my WrestleMania weekend, everything I did and stuff. And I touched on a subject. Dave Meltzer. Listen, listen. There's a lot of different different opinions about this man, if you don't know. Um, From my knowledge, I don't have, you know, you know, like inside knowledge or I don't know the whole backstory, the bio or anything like that. But Dave Meltzer was a former uh, writer for WWE, WWF. Um, He was there, I think. No, he was there. He was there, and then he became a journalist. He reported on wrestling, and obviously, being a journalist for so many years, he's got friends. He's got sources. Um, he, him, and uh, Brian Alvarez. Um, what is uh, the 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 wrestling, wrestling observer? There we go. They're known for rating uh, matches, five stars being the best perfect match. Uh, obviously one star being the worst, but there have been, I believe, only two matches that have gotten a minus. Five stars. There's been matches where it's been, you know, minus two stars and stuff like that. Minus five stars uh, is a match I actually remember seeing. I've actually seen a minus five star match before I even knew what a minus five star match was. Uh, That being um, Charmel versus uh, Jenna Maraska. In TNA during one of the pay-per-views. Uh, I believe Victory Road. I remember watching that like this is shit. I didn't know anything about star ratings. You know what star ratings meant. What they were. Um, it wasn't until years later. Where I was actually watching an episode of Botchamania. And I heard. In one of the uh, opening crawls, you hear the phrase, minus five stars. I was like, huh. And then one of the episodes show the minus five stars. They show the highlights from that match. And I was like, wait, I saw that live. I saw that when it happened. Holy shit. I didn't know that was like in the realm of matches of all time. That's one of the worst matches of all time. So, 
I wasn't acquainted of acquainted, yes, acquainted with the uh, Wrestling Observer, Dave Meltzer, Brian Alvarez, any of these guys till later. Like I said, I, I stumbled on Botchamania, and then that was kind of my gateway where this is the absolute worst match and shit, and then that took me down the rabbit hole of, you know, keeping up to date with, you know, what's uh what constitutes a really good match, an excellent match, and shit like that. Um what's funny is people love to hate I, like I said, like I said before about Dave Meltzer, I'm not here to defend the guy. I'm just giving my own opinion. This man, when he gives out a five-star rating, that means this is an excellent, perfect match. You could watch this and be entertained every single time. The storytelling is there. The moves are there. The excitement in the crowd is there. That's what the five-star rating is. Now, of course... There are people who want to play both sides of the fence. There's people who go, well, this guy, you know, fuck him. He only loves AEW. He doesn't care about WWE. Fuck this guy. Who cares? But then, if it's a match they like from WWE, and he gives it a four and a half, or a four and three quarters. Those people get upset. Those people are like, whoa, that was a perfect match. Why couldn't you give that a five star and shit like that? Listen, my point of view, when I see shit like that, I use what I use personally, I use Dave Meltzer as a reference. If a match is a five-star match or even a a four-and-a-half-star match, I go to watch that match. For example, I, my history with watching wrestling has been strictly, for the most part, WWE. WWF growing up, WWE never watched... ECW, never saw WCW. Um, I had a neighbor who said, hey, um, there's actually another company. So guys like Kurt Angle and Jeff Hardy, they're still working. It's this company called TNA. I was like, oh, okay, I'll watch that. Watched TNA, fell out with that, stood on WWE. And then when AEW, I heard all the buzz with that. Started watching that. I didn't watch Mexico, uh, uh, AAA. I didn't watch New Japan. But in going down the rabbit hole of, like I said, watch Botchamania, heard the phrase minus five stars, was curious what that was, saw the match. And then I was like, well, what's a five-star match? And what's funny is, 
I I was just like looking and it was it had just been Wrestle Kingdom for New Japan. And I remember he put a rating, five stars, or I believe six stars he gave it. Kenny Omega versus Okada. And in my head, I'm like, this guy thinks this is one of the best matches. This is one of the greatest matches to ever be put together. I'm curious. Let me watch it. And I wasn't disappointed. That opened me up to guys like Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and stuff like that. Now, people might go, oh, he's just a mark. He He's just in love with AEW. He's in love with the Bucks and, and Kenny Omega. Oh, uh, whatever. This guy's a fucking piece of shit or whatever. And you can say that. You can have that opinion. But has he been wrong? Has he been wrong? No offense to anyone who has a difference of opinion. But has he been wrong is my thing. When this man saw a match like Kenny Omega versus Okada. And they've had a couple matches. I believe he gave like one or two of them like five stars. Shit, I told you. This is a person who never watched New Japan. I wasn't ready for the entrance. I wasn't ready for how silent the crowd was. Nothing. I was going in cold turkey, a new promotion in my eyes. And I loved it. I watched it and I loved it. Once again, as a person who just looked at it as a reference, wow, this guy thinks this this is one of the greatest matches of all time. I'm going to check it out. And it was. And it was. I believe he had the Young Bucks. Oh, it was the Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega, Hangman, Adam Page. Five-star match, I believe. Same thing. I watched it live. And I thought it was one of the best tag team matches I had ever seen. Storytelling was there. The moves were there. The, 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 like I said before, the intensity. Getting the crowd off their feet. Having the place go crazy. I was like, he is not wrong. I think people just look at some of the WWE matches and when he gives it a a four and three quarters or a four and a half, people just want to be hurt. Oh my God, that was a five-star match. How could this guy not see it was a five-star match? But it's semantics, people. People... Let's relax. Sure. Sure, it would be nice for every now... You know what? Actually, you know what was a five-star match? 
Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano take over New York two out of three falls and Johnny Gargano versus Andrade and take over Philly. And what what happened? I was there. watching this. I'm even there in the building. The crowd is on their feet. The moves, they're hitting the moves. They're telling a story. It's all there. And I'm looking and I'm in my head. I'm going, this is one of the best matches I've ever seen. And once I see the rating, it just justifies it. Once I see the rating of, oh, this guy thinks it's a five-star match. This guy who has watched thousands and thousands of matches over his lifetime thinks this is one of the best matches of all time. I agree with him. I think people just really get caught up on the number. Five-star means it's a perfect match. I think when people see... Oh, Seth Rollins had a 4.75 star rating. People get upset. No, you can't. Seth Rollins is so good. He's so athletic. How could you do that? The match was perfect. How could you not give it a five-star match? How could you not make it five-star? People. You don't have to take the star rating so literal. It's one man, two men, three men, five men, ten men who say this match is whatever the rating is. Like I said, the way I use the rating system is if if I miss a show or I'm usually caught up with WWE, but if I miss a Raw or SmackDown, um, or something, if I miss any show, a New Japan show, a TNA show, an AEW show, a Dynamite, and I see, hey, this thing got four and a half stars. This match was five stars. All it does for me is, is make me go, oh, When I get the chance, I got to watch this match. I have to make time to watch this match. Because a four and a half, that means it was an excellent match. People sometimes are just hung up on the five-star number. That if their favorite wrestler didn't have a five-star match or get a five-star rating, they get so upset. When you could look at it like, oh, it was a four and and uh, fucking 15, 15 out of sixteenths. Who cares? It was close or as close to perfect as can be. It's just some people just get so, and then when they're, like I said, when their favorite person doesn't, Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins is the first person that comes to mind. If Seth Rollins didn't get a five-star match, 
this guy, this Dave Meltzer's a hater. Fuck this guy. I thought that was a five-star match. He gave it four and a half. Who cares? I remember one one controversy that even I disagreed with, but I understood. They had, uh, if you ask me what's my favorite, what's the greatest WrestleMania match, I'd say Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 25, the first meetup, the first match. They had gave it a four and three quarters, I believe. And I was like, huh. I thought that was five stars. Perfect match, perfect story, everything like that. They said they gave it that because they were there in the building and they thought Undertaker was about to die and be seriously injured when he took the dive to the outside and didn't hit it all the way. And I literally said, you know what? I agree. Sure, in my eyes, it's a five-star to someone else. They didn't like that dive. They thought it was reckless. They thought something was fucked up. They thought something was wrong. So you go from being excited and, and you know, happy to instantly cringing and going, oh, my God, this guy might have just broke his neck. This guy could have killed himself on this dive. So I understand that part too. When someone goes, hey, listen, I could have gave it that quarter of a star, but that dive scared the shit out of me. Doesn't make me hate these guys. It doesn't hate make me hate the Wrestling Observer. It doesn't make me hate Dave Meltzer or Brian Alvarez to go, oh, Well, that's my favorite match, and I think it's a five-star, and you didn't give it the extra quarter-star, so fuck you guys. I'm never watching you. I'm never listening to you guys. I think people just take it to to extreme. And the whole sources thing, these guys hear so much shit that happens in all these companies. Like I said uh, for for my my other episode, these guys literally said, the setup for WrestleMania this year, Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens, and Pat Mc Pat McAfee versus Vince McMahon. And once it was presented, the KO show and McAfee versus Austin Theory, people instantly shot it down. People talk shit. People curse these guys out. People said, what the fuck is wrong with you? You guys don't know anything. Your sources are fucked or blah, 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 blah. And like I said, where was the apology? Where was the apology? I didn't see not one person go, well, Dave Meltzer, you were right. You were right the whole fucking time. 
I find that so funny, though. Everyone was quick to jump on this guy. Quick to attack. Everyone is quick to attack. Oh, no, fuck you, whatever, 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 whatever. And then it's like, well, hey, it happened. We got both of those matches. And it's exactly, almost exactly how he said uh, the Vince McMahon, Pat McAfee match would go by saying it was going to be a lot of smoke and mirrors. It was going to be, you know, covering up the fact that Vince is a fucking thousand years old. What happened? Pat McAfee had a full-blown match against Austin Theory. This man was completely exhausted. He just had a match. That was the smoke and mirrors. He had a match, and then Vince challenged him to a match right after. Then, what, three or four shitty clotheslines, and then a punt kick with the... With the football. Come on, come on. Driving by some people who don't know where they should be standing on the side of the road. I'm almost home. But, yeah. I'm not saying these guys are always right, but, I mean, you can only report so much. You can only say, hey... Hey, the the plan is so-and-so is going to debut. And we've heard how Vince McMahon is. Vince McMahon changes his mind all the time. I've heard all the stories. Vince McMahon, oh, he'll he'll hate the script. And he'll write Monday Night Raw an hour before the show goes on. So... This is just basically a stop all the hate. Take everything with a grain of salt. If he, if these people are fucking saying the sources are saying this, I literally listened to the sources. Like one of like, uh, um, something that came out. Like I said, uh, in that in that WrestleMania episode, it was that um. Oh, Edge might be doing a new, uh, having his own group. And one of the choices might be Damian Priest. I was like, huh, that's interesting. I'm not, you know, attacking anyone. Like, oh, what do you know, you piece of shit? I'm literally like, huh, okay. Let's see if that goes through. And what happens, WrestleMania the second night? That's exactly what happened. Damian Priest teaming up with Edge. But, God forbid, it it happened six months from now. People might be cursing these guys out. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You said these guys were going to join up. They never did. (laughs) Don't believe the dirt sheets. Take everything with a grain of salt, people. Calm down. I like seeing the rumors. Hey, rumors, this person might get called up. Hey, this person might be... Getting a name change. They might be putting a new team together. That's it. Take everything with a grain of salt. Calm down.
Then if it doesn't pan out, doesn't pan out. All right. Like I said, we we we've all heard the stories and Vince hates something an hour before Monday Night Raw. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna change up the whole thing. These guys change their minds all the time. And don't take the star rating so literal. If I see a match that is four stars, I know it's a good match. Four and a half, four and three quarters, it's an excellent match. Five star, I'm watching 100%. It's perfect. No need to kill ourselves. Because your favorite wrestler didn't get the five star rating that you said you didn't care about in the first place. All right? Everybody good? All right. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. Um, anyway, guys, this is something I wanted to get off my chest. I was just thinking about it, and I was just like, hey, let's just, let's just record this for now. Um, that's about it. It, I'm almost home. Am I almost home? Yes, I am. Let's park my car here. We're doing good. Um, yeah, that's about it, guys. I will talk to you all the next time. When's the next time we're talking? When the next time? I don't know. I'll figure it out. Talk to you all next time.